Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fort Dishonor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? (laughs) That's 12th level, I think. Not even whisper or utter my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or <laughs> bring out your rods, old man? Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline. <laughs> Had his hands in all of Cesar's junk. For six <laughs> oh wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm a post-it note. <laughs> I'm Dave. I know what's in the briefcase. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, April 5th, and this is episode 106 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. For our listeners, uh, you will need to know what happened last week, and for the chat channel, you were just here 30 seconds ago. But we're going to let Tinsian catch us up on where we are currently, so Dungeon Master, you are a go. As was clearly illustrated... Oh, boo. <laughs> Yay! Ah. And that's In our episode. last episode, <laughs> there was divine intervention galore, and perhaps some redemption for Bert. Bert had apparently fused with the sphere of annihilation, and a question was presented of redemption or revenge. The party. Uh, with Xanatari being in the lead with starting the process out, flooded Bert with the positive energy, and at one point um, appeared to hear... Well, let me back this train up a little bit here, because I'm getting ahead of myself, because I'm tired. Zinatari was able to um, effect a change in Bert and increase the amount of white positivity within the, as Cesar likes to call it, the uh, Oreo. Sabre was then able to perform an, act- an activity that caused uh, additional positivity to Bert, and there was a manifestation of the deity Elistre, which, well, I guess had a huge, huge, huge impact upon Thorn, who's, by the way, down in a crawlspace pit within the room. There's something being uh, shown over the Skype picture, but I have no idea what the hell it is. So we'll just continue there. (laughs) So, long story story short, (laughs) otherwise we'll be here for 15 minutes. Uh, Deity showed up. Thorn changed. We're going to pick this thing up now. Okay? Okay. Cesar? The image of Elastre is fading away. Each of you have been given an assignment, and you have so far, each of you have chosen... Well, actually, uh, Xanatari, did you choose to keep your assignment um, as the jury secret? No, no, I'm not going to keep it a secret. Um, As she's smiling smugly at this image of Elastre, who is eyeing up the deity, who is 
who she can obviously see standing behind her. Sanitary is going to start yelling, Jerry, what are you talking about? You crazy, strange woman. Okay. Along with that, since she wishes to have it be public, the voice of Ellis Stray that was in each of your heads giving the assignment is also heard anointing Xanatari as the jury. Cesar? Well, as the image fades, Cesar will wistfully watch it go as uh, the image of a naked lady is always welcome <laughs> for him. Bet you wanted to bang her gavel. <laughs> Makes you drowsy, eh? Gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Um, you stunned to... him. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole He's like, what? Were you my brain is fighting between coming up with something real to say and finding another pun. Um, like holding, like holding cat... her in contempt? <laughs> holding her in general. <laughs> my, uh, apparently my casting of the spell, holy fuck it's sleepy, uh, is affecting members of the cast. <laughs> AOE, stop it. <laughs> um, he'll he'll uh, turn to Xanatari uh, and say, uh, uh, "Jury, eh? A, a, a little bit upset about that? What's uh, what's wrong there, Xanatari? I don't like strange naked women telling me things in my mind. Well, you haven't lived then. You've been impaneled. Because it's a grand jury. Anything else?" Um, Cesar, in terms of you want to note about the room. Um, is the the Oreo still moving? The Oreo is still moving, and probably by the end of everybody going through this round of discussions will be over the top of the grate. Okay. Um Nope. Nothing you want to throw? You don't have a sandwich, possibly drink. A giraffe. Giraffe. Pee down the, uh, down the grave. Pee down the grave with Thorn down there? <laughs> On the Thorn. That might be my only chance now. <laughs> <laughs> Seeds of imagination. <laughs> thorn, you've had quite a uh, interesting hour in real life. Mm. And for those in the chat channel, uh, for the listeners, it's been a week, so. Who would have thought turn. that? Who would have thought? I wouldn't have thought. Neither redeemed and shiny. Yeah, I know. What's, what's going on? This ain't right. You got that new this razor right smell. I know. Yeah. New deity, new lawful alignment. What's <sighs> happening? Man? I don't even know you. Whips out comb, brushes, muzzle. <laughs> I'm looking good. He's having his bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on now. Not his bris. Alright, um, yeah, okay, so, alignment change hasn't changed the fact that my head is still down a hole. Um, With the rest of you. Interestingly enough. Um. Redoxera in its own. Mmm, yeah. Um, I think I would glance up at <laughs> Zanatari, uh, having her outburst, but I'm going to keep my designation a secret. Okay. Um, just something about being told that I may or may not be the executioner doesn't really ring well with the <laughs> fact that Zanatari and I have just been fighting. So, um, I think I'll, I'll struggle to want to say something. That's, 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 that's the thing. Do I come out and say it? And damn it, being moral sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you chose to be good. Lawful. Mm. Lawful. But yet mm. neutral. Yet neutral. So I have. I still have choice. Mm -hmm. Um. You know what? I actually changed my mind. I'm going to. I'm going to say out loud. But in a begrudging tone, well, at least you don't have to be the executioner. 
How far away is Thorn from where I am? How far down did you go? Um, probably, I, I haven't gone that far. I think I'm still just on the edge of the grate, looking looking in and maybe, like, reaching down to take maybe the first set of handholds to begin lowering myself down the hole. Okay. And so I'm looking at his back, or he's looking at me? I'd sort of be looking at you from, like, uh, I kind of have my head twisted around while I'm sort of lowering myself down, so I'm sort of looking under, looking under an arm. Sort of an awkward position because of the grate and not having to open both sides. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like looking under an arm as I kind of maneuver myself into into the the gap um, to lower myself down the the, the the grate, the hole. As he says this, uh, sort of a glimmer of fury is going to enter Xanatari's eyes. She's already really angry with him for the choices he made with the chest and Lolf and mistrustful and the fight and the fact that she had to try to not kill him uh, was very difficult. So I think when he says this and just mentions the word executioner, as he's heading down into a grate full of people that are screaming, um, you're going to see her reach for her sword um, draw it out a few inches and probably a shimmer of those wings are going to be there for a flash or so behind her as she begins to um, you know, position herself so that she can dash over and basically push him down the hole if necessary. <laughs> She's had it up to here with you. By the yeah, way, I just the only person who can actually hear the screaming is... Um, Thorn. Okay, so then th- take the part out about the screaming and going down to people. But just the fact that he said it in general, and we've just been fighting, sort of comes off as though it's a threat. I, I kind of figured that might be the case. Um, so like I'm I'm kind of prepared for it. Like I've I've got a, a firm hold of, of the rungs leading down. Um, but the way that I said it was almost kind of wistful as well, knowing that I have to do more killing. Um, and with like you can't wait. <laughs> wistful? Wistful as in sort of I I regret that I have, have to be appointed this decision, or this, this position, I should say. Um, not in that, that I have to do more killing and that I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a regretful uh, at least it's not you. You know, you're not you're not in my position, so. Uh. I'm gonna be torn between going to Bert and wanting to find out what you're doing, so I'm probably hesitate with indecision. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then I think with that, I'm after that remark, I'll basically lower myself down. Okay. Um. By the way, Thorn. Uh. Yep. The. Bert slash whatever is uh, moving into position above you. Okay. Um, you can feel that sort of energy coming from the light side. There's an absolute absence of any sort of radiant energy from the dark side, so you're kind of like half and half, mm-hmm. moving into half and half. But you're not yep. feeling a deathly cold from where the... Um, the the black portion of the iris. It doesn't feel like there's a, a mini vacuum slash black hole above me. No, or you're being shielded from it. Okay. Um, but you you can definitely tell that there's something above you. Okay. Sabre, <laughs> you you're a rock'em sock'em robot. A lot of sacrifice. Not so much dancing. Mm-hmm. She will, as she's, she'll kneel there for a couple minutes or for a couple seconds, trying to get her breath back after everything that just happened, and she'll slowly stand up, creaking. <laughs> Ow! Too old for this shit. And she'll sheath her sword and look over to Thorn as he's trying to lower himself and say, where are you going? Wait a minute. Hold on. 
<laughs> before you go anywhere, maybe we should all figure out if we're going to follow you or not. You want a plan? When have we ever made a plan? I know. Thorn waits for no man. Oh, it's a good thing that Sabre is a, not a man then. Or woman. <laughs> or Kalishtar. <laughs> or old man. Um, or flowing stone. Sabre, any, any reaction or did you actually see your deity manifest? I don't think she saw it because she was behind her. Okay. So... Oh. The, the image was behind her, so I I, I, I was neglectful, Caesar, in the last episode, so I'll make it up now. A um, couple mm -hmm. of occasions of uh, um, no drow, one drow, no drow. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Does it still seem to be terrified like the last time? When <laughs> no, actually, open actually, actually seems rather heroic. Heroic just stands there with its hands on its hips and Kate, its cape blowing in the wind. Yes. Okay. Some clouds at the background. Um, well, if he's not going to stop, she'll swear under her breath and walk back <laughs> over to where her armor is and uh, she'll redo the collar of her shirt and start putting her armor back on. Okay. Any. Um Celebratory flaming fist bumps to members of the party, or no? She's probably still looks like she's in a little bit of pain and probably a little exasperated with everything that's going on. Okay. Um, the orb that is right now uh, Bert plus whatever reaches the a, uh, a hover point above the. Um, the pits, the great, and starts to orbit once, so that the iris of the quote-unquote, the, the, the cat's eye iris rotates around one time. As you come into view of the black side, you feel that energy, that extra energy that was preventing healing and stuff going away. You sort of feel back to your own normal kind of cellular resonance. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, Zanatari. Mm-hmm. Well, with you. Bert is going to the grate, and Thorn is at the grate, so I am going to the grate. Isn't that great? It's great. Special. Could it be Satan? <laughs> Not after Lystra, uh, I don't think. Okay. Um, by the way, Sabre, your council probably is going to be like, the hell? When do we listen to Sabre? Uh, she's probably just going to save that for another report. <laughs> <laughs> You close the link down. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. A whole lot of help anyway. Well, you kind of get the, as, as the connection's about to close, you find out that one of the agents, um, some, some, someone attempted to teleport in. Okay. And was lost. Great. In fact, it appears that they're starting to forget who this person was until just as things click off, everything seems perfectly normal. Hmm. Okay. Out of character information, somebody tried to pour it in and the they landed on the sphere. <laughs> oh. Oops. <laughs> Red so. shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to remember that the, that uh, HR needs to do some accounting, but um, somebody redshirted. Nice. Right. Um, so you're going to go over to the great. Sanitary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, 
Can I now communicate with Bert again, or is he still spinning off into his own little... Bert has now oriented where the cat's eye is pointed down towards Thorn. Mm. And for movement's sake, starts to very slowly start moving down the um, down towards um, the grate. Okay, I'm going to let Bert continue doing what he's doing. Uh, Obviously he still has some of this singularity mixed in and uh, I thought we'd all done our part so there's something going on. Um, I guess grudgingly I would draw Thorne's attention to the fact that Bert seems to be very interested in him and he should just be aware of that. So, Thorn, I don't know what you're doing. Um, this seems to w- be a way to somewhere else I'd like to check out, but if I were you, I would pay attention to Bert, who seems to be more interested in you than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> I, I don't know what to be interested in. He's interested, it seems like, interested in your death. Just thought I'd FYI you. Oh, okay. Well, interested in in seeing me die? Or killing me? Is that a threat? I don't control him, I'm just giving you my impression. There's not much I can do about it now. I can't go back up because Bert's in the way, so... (laughs) You might want to move faster. I... I'm going to I, I'm going to shrug and I'll be like, well, only one way to go now and continue moving down. And I'm going to keep the same speed because it seems like uh, Bird isn't advancing on me like fast, isn't trying to catch up with me. So um, <laughs> I've maintained uh, distance so far. I'll keep I'll keep just moving to uh, to maintain that okay. gap. You will note, by the way, that this is a um, semi-man-made or semi-crafted tunnel downwards that -hmm. you're climbing down. And the handholds are firmly in place, so you're not having to make any sort of athletics check. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of disuse that you can smell about this tunnel. This tunnel has not been used for a long, long time. Okay. Passageway. So it smells like musty and and, and whatnot? Yeah, there's air coming from below and up, but this particular section isn't like a frequent uh, conveyance from one point to the other. Frequently used. Is Fluffy still on your back? Yes. Due to the whole collar situation. Although I would assume that he would be able, fr- he'd be free to move to move down the other side of the, the tunnel if he so were inclined. It's entirely up to you. It's a okay. little bit well, erratic in terms of you know things <laughs> kind of change here and there for that yeah. side of the rock face, but. It's well, he is a spider, and he can he, he can. He can um he can navigate all that sort of stuff by himself, but I think for the most part, um nothing will change. I'll just continue to move as as is. Okay. Do you let the party anyone in the party know um that there's sounds from below? Um no, I don't think I will not until I can at least identify what the sounds what what what's making the sounds. Cesar, the party is moving a bit. Uh, is there anything that you and your mechanical creations would like to do? Well, we'll uh, head on over to the grate as well. Um, how uh, is it's the the orb thing is descending through into the the passage behind him? Yes, it seems. Yes, and Xanatar, um, I believe, is still standing at the top of the grate. Okay. I'll uh, join her and uh, peer down, see if I can see anything down there, and uh, say, uh, "What? Uh, what? What's down there, Thorn?" Um, mostly just rocks and ladder. I'll let you know when I hit the bottom. 
How how deep does it seem to go? Um, how far down am I thus far? Thus far, you are about uh, 50 feet by the end of all this. And it looks like it could possibly go um, down as far as 600 to 1,000 feet. <laughs> it got me a lot of climbing to do. <laughs> um, is it? I got it. I got Don't you it. have a safe fall? I mean, just asking. Not that I am that... encouraging you to jump off, of course, but... I would like to activate the safe fall. Uh, if I could. Um, so is there any specific way that I, the, that I can activate the armor to do so? Is there a way that you would like? Um, well, I'm not too sure. I'm not entirely magical. So, um, I don't know. Last time, didn't it just activate when I started falling? It did, but uh, again, you not being magical, <laughs> it's kind of unclear as to... Well, to my, to my mind, it's just like, if I fall, armor activates, I land safely. Yeah. Okay. You're good. Why not try it at possibly 950 <laughs> feet up? <laughs> a good time to experiment. I'm not healing you! Sanitarios really loud right behind you. <laughs> I would I would mutter and said, "You probably wouldn't heal me anyway. Probably stab me in the face." Um, and I'd, I'd say that quite bitterly too. <laughs> loud enough to be heard. Um, loud enough for fifty feet down that it's like a a noise and it's not clear, but. Okay. Um. <laughs> right. Space. Uh, there's there's no real way for me to descend any faster, and I don't particularly feel comfortable about letting go at 950 feet. So, um. So you 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 don't have a Red Bull sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Felix Bolton Gamma. Um, is it what's what would be the dandy uh, equivalent of Red Bull? Red Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how you love the Minotaurs and how that always works yes, out. You should Crimson Minotaur. Crim Crimson uh, Minotaur. Crimson Minotaur. I like Crimson Minotaur. I have two unnamed flasks. You could just drink some if you wanted. See what happens. <laughs> Potentially poisoning me, yes, okay. Um, I know your mind, you want to kill me. I'm also lawful good. You don't know, you don't know how you feel about me, so... Um, <laughs> if it's for the greater good, then you'll do it. Um, yeah, I'm going to just continue climbing down. I'm not going to take any risks just yet. Okay. All right. Having burned five minutes of recording better than I could stumbling along, uh, we will go to Sabre. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess once she... assembling. <laughs> once she finishes putting on her armor and she'll gather kind of the rest of her stuff and... Uh, She'll walk over to the grate and look down. How how far at this point is Bert and Thorn down? Um, everybody so far has around the table has gone at least once, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, as you ask this question and the dog replies, uh, translated, the dog's comments are. Um, Thorn is 50 feet down, roughly. Bert was at the top of the grate, but as it gets to the lip, um, adjusts to answer Sabre's question. Uh, Thorn is about 50 feet down. Okay. And as soon as Bert reaches the lip between, um, the passageway and the room, adjusts its angle slightly, and rockets downward past Thorn down into the pit at great speed. Huh. Past oh, good. 
passing within about uh, probably three inches of Thorn and Fluffy, not hitting either. That's easy. <laughs> I, nice. would, uh, I just needed would, to get it to the garbage disposal. <laughs> I would, I would gulp, uh, feeling it pass quite close. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna continue going down. Yeah. Okay. She'll, she'll look down and look at that and look at Thorn continuing to climb and just close her eyes, mutter silently under her breath and then start climbing down behind him. Mm-hmm. Cesar? Yes? Reaction, if any, to the rocketing uh, orb of something? Um, well, it's a bit too fast for him to throw anything else at it, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he is wondering where it's headed. Um, doesn't seem to be the end of, uh, you know, it may be the last time they interact with it, but it's obviously heading for something, so he's going to wait his turn to head down the grate. There's the uh, rest of the party's headed that way. doesn't really feel like hanging out here alone, so okay. he's on his way down, too. I kind of had this mental image before asking you that, that you were going to sit there with wind-up toys, you know, wind-up creations, send them over mm-hmm. the lip at people that are climbing down, so there's like... Trying to see if you can get one down, but all right. Um, sanitary. A lot has happened. Uh, yes. Well, I'm going to follow him down, considering that Bert has left, and I definitely want to know what's up with Bert. So I'll be following down as well. I'm trying to take my turn on the train of people climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably trying to catch him as fast as possible as well. Trying to catch who as fast as possible. Thorn. Okay. Uh, by the way, your link with your deity has, uh, and I used air quotes, normalized. Okay. I feel comforted at the lack of <laughs> planetary annihilation. Please uh, bear in mind everyone's weapons still radiate a faint silver glow. Um, you would, at this point, probably notice that um, Sabre, once you draw your sword. Mm-hmm. All right. Since we've kind of got an order to go here, um, the climb is going to be uneventful, just to make things move a little faster. <laughs> you don't want us to roll <laughs> for each step down? Come on. No, we already did the episode where it took us, you know, two or three episodes to cross a field. So <laughs> halfway down, we passed the zombie farmer. You know, it's already it's already been two hours for about fifteen minutes worth of uh, actual game time. So I think we're doing pretty good. You complain uh, we don't role play enough. Hmm. Since you complain we don't role play enough. <laughs> I am actually enjoying it just fine. I'm just putting a time notice on the. Uh, it's been about fifteen minutes of in character, and. The first to reach the ground is, of course, Thorn, unless anybody else wishes to F around with physics and try to fly. Okay. Thorn, when you get to the bottom, you find yourself on a... Uh, the, the passageway opens up so that you come down from the ceiling onto a large, wide rock platform. Mm-hmm. Um... You are in the upper portion of a huge cavern, and by huge, I, you know, it, it makes the seven-pillared hall look small above. Okay. And that was under, you know, a bunch of mountains. You're up on a platform um, overlooking what appears to be some sort of city. Okay. You find... Bert quickly, because Bert is doing something and you're hearing screams again that are quickly muffled. A wide-beamed black ray is shooting from Bert on the iris side down into the city. Okay. First thing I would do is I'd probably yell back up the uh, descent to everyone else, and uh, I'd say, 
There's a city down here. Reactions from the rest, uh, Zenitari? Okay. Um, she'll get, she'll climb a little bit quicker down to the bottom and come out and see what is before her. Okay. Um, pretty dang massive city as far as complexes go. Mm -hmm. This one was not noted on any sort of, uh, map or lore that you have potentially related to locations of drow encampments. Hmm. And Bert is like sweeping through the city with some kind of beam. It's you're up on this kind of huge rock ledge platform thing. That's kind of affixed to the side of number part of the cavern. And Bert's over by the edge, sort of pointed down towards the city. And there is this cone beam, you know, like the ISR on mm -hmm. light thing going along. But wherever this beam touches, stuff vanishes. So there is now this swath of city that has, like, city, city, city. Empty space, like, just rock. Oh, man. And I guess that's the direction the screams are going, coming from? Yes, but wherever there's sound in an area, if the light passes over it, there's no sound anymore. Yeah, she'll, she'll look back up towards where everyone is and just call out, Xanatari, you need to get down here and get control of this thing. Do you shout back up what may be happening, or just that, uh, hey? No, I just, she'll be just trying to get them down here quickly. Um, but it is clearly a drow city, mm -hmm. and there appears to be um, deep dwarf fringe uh, encampments. Okay. All right, Xenotary. Uh, Okay, hearing Sabre's cry, which is pretty intense and has the tone of emergency, uh, she would move as quickly as possible down the rest of the path, climbing down to come out and take a look at what's going on. Okay. You see large swaths of the city um, being dematerialized, for lack of a better Okay, out of character, I want to ask first. Mm -hmm. And I know I don't know this in character, so. Mm -hmm. Thorn was hearing screams long before we came down here, long before the orb came down here. Mm -hmm. So this, I'm um, out of character, not associating the screams with what Spurt is doing right now. Um, okay, uh, there is something else going on in the city that is causing alarm, panic, very undrow behaviors. Could have something to do with a building that appears to be unnaturally on fire. Versus naturally on fire? Well, it's this stone kind of edifice with, you know, the symbol of Loth on it and stuff, but it's got this kind of very nasty f like you're know, saying you it's burning but it's not actually it's on fire but it's not burning it's like a you're saying it's not as though something is collapsing and being destroyed it's just like part of the some something something bad is happening with it that seems to be spreading to the city okay so out of out of character the orb was supposed to come down here, wipe out the city. That was the, the doomsday clause that was triggered. Okay. Essentially, somebody, a, an invading force was going to get down here somehow, take over the city, whatever, the city falls. Okay. One of the priestesses or whatever of Loth somehow would get up to this point, go up, because they would, would have been told, in the event of the fall of the city, you need to X, Y, Z. So you're coming from the reverse side of an escape plan. 
So they would have gone up there, triggered this. Lothal, of course, would have been displeased, mm-hmm. zotted the person that had opened the chest. Sphere would have come down, wiped out any trace of anything down here, thus restoring Loth's honor. Okay. Because the um, Sphere did not come down here and the plan went away, Loth is aware of what has happened and apparently is pissed that her honor has not been restored in this brief span of time and has triggered something else happening at her temple. Okay. Uh, in so, character, what I have been hearing screams my way down that like Thorn was. Um, once you get down probably the last 150 feet or so, mm-hmm. you'd start hearing the echoes and whatever from, from there. But does the, does the out-of-character make sense to everybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thorn? Yep. Xanatari? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so Xanatari would already be aware there's something something going on down here uh, that is, you know, some sort of battle, some sort of something where people are suffering. Mm-hmm. So she would already be on her guard. So we get down here, and, you know, Sabri is there looking panicked, and I see Bert just basically taking out swaths of the city, Mm-hmm. Um, which would shock her greatly because we've eliminated the majority of the chaos orb aspect of Bert mm-hmm. um, and the revenge aspect. Uh, so we have more of the redemption aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm torn because uh, we are not friends with the drow. The drow are not allies of ours. They're not good. Uh, and there's an aspect of her that would say, you know, is it a bad thing if the entire Duracity is wiped out by Bert? Um, considering we're here to stop them from killing, you know, Winterhaven. Reason, reasonable for your deity and for you to, to go with? Yeah, sure. So I guess I'd like to roll a either a perception or religion and try to get some grasp on I'm looking down to the city, I'm looking down, I'm seeing the buildings, I'm seeing people running. Uh, is Bert, you know, is he, is he concentrating on a specific area or is he just, you know, left and right taking out everything? Um, and if he is concentrating on a specific area, is there some sort of religious significance to this because he is sort of merged with this, something about Lolf involved with this, uh, chaos orb, so. Let's go with perception first and if there's something relevant, then we can go for the religion check, okay? All right. Uh, 26. Uh, pretty much from the pattern that you're seeing is, uh, Bert is, or Bert and or X. The X portion is just wiping out the city, but appears to be leaving the temple as almost the final, kind of looking at how it's blowing through things. Mm -hmm. It hasn't got to the temple complex that you now in character realize is jacked up so you're in you sort of think that maybe it might be trying to just wipe the city out mm-hmm. and then get to that and save that for last this temple that i realize is whacked out is a temple of loth or a temple of some other deity loth okay clear 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 from the markings of both the brooch um, clip that you've had and all the other markings of wealth that you had. This one, this building is clearly marked as such. It's kind of a given. Okay. Oh, moral dilemma. Alright, I'm going to try to get control of Bert. Not to say that I won't allow him to destroy the city later, but I want to know what's going on. So I'm okay. going to get close to Bert, standing somewhat behind him, so I'm not in the way of his beam of death. Mm-hmm. And try to mentally communicate with him. Within my five squares. Okay. Um, you feel Bert kind of link up. Okay. And start to, while still blasting the beam, um, start to move towards the standard orbits around your head, sort of like that, that level that it would be at if it was going to start orbiting. Okay. Okay. You are linked with Bert. I guess I'm going to ask the question, Redemption. Redemption. What? Maybe. <laughs> that, well, maybe that's what Bert is trying to th- 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 achieve. I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving you Bert's. Bert's answer is, in this case, 
given the question of redemption or revenge, mm -hmm. redemption. Does his redemption involve... I mean, what the only difference... <laughs> in his mind, it sounds like the only difference between redemption and revenge is intent. And he's still going to kill them. It's just one way is because he's angry, and the other way is because he's trying to cleanse them by killing them. Is that what I'm getting the impression of? For the 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 gen the general sense is in that in this case, just go ahead for make a make a religion check. Okay. Mm, Sixteen. Okay. Pretty much what you're getting is is that the followers of Loth. Um, with rare exceptions, are unredeemable. They're lost to the darkness of their deity. Um, Illustrae tries to speak to the others and, you know, and tries to bring some of them back, but as a whole, um, they are a cancer to be exercised from, exercised from the, uh, the face of the planet. So what you are getting is that Bert plus X, whether it is the X portion in control or Bert that is in control, mm -hmm. is attempting to give whatever small mercy is possible to this group of this unredeemable race. Um, you are aware, based on your contact with your deity, the subject of you know spirits and the fact that there is a potential you know, other planes for where spirits go. Mm -hmm. This could be a, you are harvesting for Elastray, and that maybe, you know, once they're out of this form, maybe something good can come of them. Or it's just house cleaning and, um, quote your deity, fuck them all. Okay. <sighs> but it's not, it's not clear if it is the X in control, or Bert, but the answer that you get back is redemption. Okay. Um, well, personally, I don't condone genocide. I think that Zenitari would. Um, so I think that she would probably count it as less people that we have to fight to protect Winterhaven and the people above ground, and I guess stand back and you know, try to just let everyone know what's going on. Okay. Do you want to talk that part out from Xanatari's perspective or just pass it along as, there we go. Um, I would walk up to Sabre because I think Sabre is going to take this the hardest. And I guess lay my hand on her shoulder and look at her and say, Bert feels that these worshippers of Loth are corrupted beyond redemption and that they need to be released from life to move on. He's going to do it, and I don't think I can stop him. She'll, her eyes will widen at that statement, and she'll look back at the city, and she'll look back at you, and you can tell she's not... She's getting a little upset, and she's... But who knows if some of the answers we need are down there, and there are people of my religion who live in these cities who have nothing to do with Loth. They're trying to bring light to these places, and they're going to die just like the rest of them. I would, I guess, pass that inquiry on to Bert. I mean, can he differentiate between who is needing to be redeemed and just the entire city because he's sort of just large area wiping the scope of the cavern is so large that um, without potentially Cesar getting involved you can't tell what may or may not be down there but it is clear that Bird plus X is there to redeem those that need it. There is a, I guess as far as a construct goes, there is a positive 
confidence in the answer back. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pass my vague impression of it's going to be okay, Sabre. You can kill people onto Sabre and say that, um, you know, I think we've done the best good we can giving Bert positivity and trying to balance out the the inherent Bert plus chaos orb and he seems to be under the impression that he can determine uh, individual individuals in this case. Sabre, you feel on your other shoulder from behind mm -hmm. what feels like a hand lightly squeezing your shoulder. Situation is so uncomfortable. Yeah, she'll <laughs> kind of tense up a little bit and look to her other shoulder because she doesn't know who else would be over there. Stop touching the corn. <sighs> it's not like that. Um, you just see the for the faintest moment a silver outlined hand. Oh. Large naked chicks touching you again. <laughs> Cesar's like, I need to get me that over. <laughs> You'll astray. Stop it. <laughs> How do I subscribe to your newsletter? Cesar's <laughs> like, I'm sad about the city too. Touch me. Touch me. Everyone will convert before you're over. I've got a fez. Baptism. Shh. Never mind. She'll look back and she'll look back at the city and she'll kind of sigh quietly and her shoulders will slump a little bit. She says, I do hate them and I, I, I will do everything in my power to stop them, but I can't help but feeling that all this is going to be on our hands and I don't know that I'm comfortable with that. Anything further from you two at this point? I'd like to point out that uh, making the connection between everything that was said up there and now, and it does occur to Zenatari that the word jury has something to do with the situation. Um, I don't think I do anything in regards to Bert or what's going on. I think I continue to press forward and find a path down into into the city, or find a path that leads to the city. Okay. There, you, you will find another series of ladders and um, very well-concealed uh, step walkways that you'd be able to use to get down from your high vantage point in this cavern towards the, the ground. Okay, well, I'll start um, maneuvering along those then and, and start making my way down. Okay. Uh, Cesar. Well, Cesar makes his way down the ladder, last one down. He's, uh, he gets down, uh, he sees, uh, Xanatari and, uh, Sabre gazing over the city as its swaths are being cut through it with this, uh, orb thing, and, uh, he says, uh, hey guys, what's up? Now Tari will point at the city, gesture wordlessly. Huh. That's neat. You get a stern look. <laughs> <laughs> Goes over his head. Um, Is there a port the look? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I've been wanting to use this for a while. Yeah, you know, it, it definitely has a little horsepower behind it. Oh. Um, Nay, modulation. Hair she, toss in there. As she uses her intimidate skill that she's trained in. Oh, with a thirty. <laughs> uh, that that hits. That is much greater than Caesar's will. Caesar likes us aggressive women. Yeah, uh, you get a very stirred look. Caesar so. <laughs> <laughs> dabs at his eyebrows. Comes his hair back. <laughs> okay. Uh, rea reaction, Cesar? Uh, Cesar, uh, you know, uh, sort of reassesses the situation a bit and and says, uh, uh, no, uh, well, uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's wrong? What, what really is going on? 
I see uh, a, a, a drow city being uh, destroyed. Is, is that is that bad? Depends on who gets caught up in it. Well, I, I, I see Thorn making his way down there. Again, uh, I don't know if that's bad or not. Huh? Huh? Oh, Elbow, no. Elbow Xanatari. <laughs> <laughs> you have been weighed. You have been measured. And under the bus. Cesar, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you wearing your goggles? It's pretty dark, so yes. Um, is there any sort of magnification capability on those? Uh, sure. Okay. Probably designed more for, for close-up than far away, though. Okay. Where the beam has hit, you mm -hmm. do note that every scattered extremely rarely, there are still some little faint specks of light down on the floor. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Uh, so, uh, look, look down there. It, it, this thing doesn't seem to be, uh, destroying absolutely. There seems to be something left. I, I can't quite make out what. Can, can you guys, uh, see that? Senator has very poor night vision, so she's just barely seeing all of you in kind of a vague, uh, light source of the city. So no, uh, I would say, Senator, no, I, I can't see those things. What do you see, Cesar? Just, uh, basically points of light. I'm not sure exactly what it, it indicates, but uh, I initially thought it was uh, absolute uh, destruction or elimination, but it seems to be leaving something. Are there a thousand points of light? <laughs> so, so look down there. What can, if she can see anything? Um, for the vantage point that you're at and the distances involved, mm. not much, but it does look like your vision will occasionally, it's kind of like looking at, um, dust or smoke from an extremely far distance. You're not quite sure what you're looking at, mm -hmm. but there does seem to be some, some bits down there. Good. The thorn is kind of taken off on his own. Yeah, Thorn Thorn's off on a ladder. Okay. I like ladders. <laughs> Sabray will look back at Xanatari and she'll reach up and in the cloak that she's wearing, she'll say, if you're going to wear this, you're going to have to learn how to wear it right. And she'll show you like some extra straps that you missed when you were putting it on. And then she'll turn around and head towards the uh, wherever Thorn's going. Okay. Would nod at you and follow. Um, Zantari, you are, you have the spare cloak, right? One or two of them? I'm wearing were one, and I think there's a second that I have the vials hidden in. Yeah, okay. you hid it, you stuffed it in your yes. pouch. Yes, I did. Okay. So, Thorn does not have one of the cloaks, mm -mm. It is and Cesar does not have one of the cloaks. Oh, Sabri just inherently has one, is that, her cloak classifies as this? Her cloak is doing something like that, yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, no, neither Cesar nor Thorn have one, but they had low light vision and stuff, so no, they, they can still be heat. They can still be seen by the drow as heat signatures, yes. Okay. But you you are now... We'll, we'll have Fairly you invisible. Okay. Any closing comments from anybody before we go out? Uh, Thorn? As I'm making my way down, I probably uh, glance over my shoulder at the, at the city. Um... Again, not quite sure where this new path is leading me, um, especially with the new alliance uh, or having allied myself with uh, a new deity. Um, and I'm sort of mulling over the fact that we're trying to work out what this whole execution of business is. Um, it kind of disturbs him a little bit that uh, I've been sanctioned by a, a higher power to... <laughs> to do that, to do some dirty work. Um, so it, it's a little bit disturbing, especially with uh, everything that's kind of happening at the moment. Do you take me as your goddess? Yes, I do. Now go kill things. Okay. Sanitary. 
Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at genesee.com or signalsmedia.com. Join us for our worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to signalsmedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Doot, 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 doot. I think he's back. Doot, 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 doot. Yeah. Sorry. Doot, doot, doot. Uh, I, think, I got really excited about the Crimson uh, Minotaur, which he can yeah. have. <laughs> I think uh, Zenitar and Thor need to go see counseling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'll counsel with my fist.